Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 93 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to Your, your I Do Crew. Today's guest is Desiree Adams, owner, founder, and event planner at Verve Event Co. in upstate New York. She's also the host of her own Amazon flash briefing called Ask the Planner, in which she delivers bite-sized wedding tips less than a minute long three times a week. We had a great time talking with her about the fun and the pain of hosting and planning an outdoor Coachella-inspired music festival wedding. No, I love listening to you guys. Thank you very much. Well, we uh, I've been enjoying, I, I downloaded your Alexa Flash, um, or I subscribed to it, and I've mm. really been enjoying that. Oh, good. Thank you. i to do that too. But we're so excited to have you on today. We're so, yes. so yeah, thrilled. Thank you guys. I love listening to you guys. It's, <gasps> it's, and it's funny because I feel like I listen to these podcasts and I get so excited and they're like my friends, you know, and you guys <laughs> have no idea that I exist, but <laughs> it happens. People like you guys, you know, it's just, they just might not interact with you as much as you would wish <laughs> no i understand but no i was so when you sent all of those those possible topics i was just like yes all of these any right. of these yeah. oh my gosh well i'm happy to come back obviously we could space it out but i'm happy to just talk because i feel like mm -hmm. couples just need to be educated on so yeah. many different things and it's not their fault <laughs> yeah for sure i mean but, you know sometimes even, it's yeah, kind of their fault right, right. <laughs> Uh, but they don't but know even, any you know, better. Some, you know? some, even some right. vendors, I feel like, because they're also newer to the industry, for mm -hmm. one, you know, yeah. um, just for them to have information to help their couples too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Because we all have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we want to kind of kind of dive in. So first, we want to you know let our listeners know a little bit about you. And so if you could introduce mm -hmm. yourself and your business. Yep. Oh, sure. Now. Sorry. Um, so my name is Desiree Adams and my company's name is Verve Event Co. And I'm a wedding and event designer. And so you are located yeah. in upstate New York? Yeah, in upstate New York, specifically Rochester and the Finger Lakes area. But I plan um, events mostly in the upstate is where I focus. Cool. So now how long have you been doing wedding planning and event planning? Well, I started event planning um, back in 2000, a long time ago. Um, I did meetings <laughs> and corporate events, and then I switched into special events because I felt like corporate or the the meetings weren't necessarily as creative as I wanted to be. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, after that, I went into special event consulting. So I was doing that all in Washington, D.C. for a number of years. And then I had a child. We took time off. I took time off from, from working and then we moved up to New York in 2015. And then I started my company in 2017. So weddings, not, you know, for almost about two years, um, mm -hmm. not quite, but I've been in the industry for, gosh, I can't believe it's been two, since 2007. It's <laughs> time just flies. That's just what happens. It does. Well, and especially when you have a kid, time just accelerates so much more. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. That's crazy. It does. So now the days th can be long, but then the years are fast. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is a really accurate description of having kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now I, I have to imagine there's a ton of the experience from the, from the specialty events that carries over into weddings. I mean, it's 
I'm sure it's not a one-to-one, but Mm -hmm. pretty close, right? Right. There's definitely differences. Um, The types of clients that you work with are definitely different because Mm -hmm. the weddings are so emotional. But I like to look at weddings from a very um, choreographed perspective where, you know, with with the shows that I was doing in Washington, D.C., it was, you know, everything was down to the minute. It was very finely produced. Um, You know, you're cueing your speakers, you're cueing the lighting you're cueing the music you know all that very finely choreographed stuff um so i i bring that experience to weddings so when people i think when they get my timelines or my vendors see all the details that i put into it they're just blown away because i don't think they're necessarily always used to that um sometimes i think it's almost overwhelming for them and i say don't worry about Mm -hmm. it it's not for you to worry about you know you pay attention to your stuff but everything is um, very, you know, very finely choreographed. Um, but then obviously you have different things that can pop up with weddings and obviously there's a heightened emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, so really just being in tune to your couple and knowing what's really, really important to them, which is obviously similar to, um, corporate events, but there's Mm -hmm. just that aspect, which, and you, you don't get any do-overs, you know, with corporate, you can probably do it again next year and you can keep improving it, but Mm -hmm. there's really just one shot with weddings. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they're special. They are. That's, and that, that, that's such a good point is the, the heightened emotion and the uh, just heart connectedness of Mm -hmm. it is so much more so with a wedding, you know, the, Mm -hmm. you know, it, you know, they won't mind if Gary from accounting misses this business conference, but the couple's going to be heartbroken if great aunt Sally doesn't show up. Exactly. And that's, and that's why it's so important to me that I think one of the biggest things is, you know, this is the time when all these people that love you so much are going to be here. You should be able to spend that time with them. You should not have to worry about when the cake is going to get cut or, if, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, all these little details, I I want you to be able to be present with your friends and family. And that's really what's yes. most important to me. Because I think like in just my life in general, like that's what always makes me like as a mom, as like a you know, person like my family, I, I think it's so important to be able to just revel and be present whenever you're with your friends and family. So mm-hmm. that is what happens when you're at your wedding. So you just want someone else to to worry or to work out any issues that could arise, the DJ's lost or whatever. Like you shouldn't have to worry about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I and we've always said that so much. Um that it's it's all about there is a there is a uh, an amount of stress that comes with planning a wedding. And mm. you can either take that on your shoulders or you can right. offload it to someone that you mm. you pay to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you don't have any of the stress. It's wonderful. Right. Yes. That's so and great. Then you can actually enjoy it and actually have your life and actually enjoy, you know, I think it's just so sad when I hear about couples getting so stressed out for whatever reason. And I get it because it's a lot of things to to organize and orchestrate and you've never done it before most of the time. So of course you wouldn't necessarily know what you're looking for exactly. Um, So I think that's a a huge source of insecurity and anxiety for couples is because they don't know what they're supposed to know, but they feel like they should. Oh, that's one of my biggest um, philosophies in life, you know, in in all realms, parenting, business, weddings, whatever, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I will say parenting that, that has a little more anxiety because, you know, <laughs> you don't want to raise a sociopath, but, but not knowing what right. you and don't know. Life. <laughs> yeah, there's that, you know, it's a human life. Ah, yeah. but, um, but yeah, you don't know what you don't know. And all those couples out there, you know, to, to have, you know, you as a resource to have experienced vendors as a resource, it's just so valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And now you had a fun topic that you want to talk about today. And I, I want to know, <laughs> speaking of experience, this sounds like something that you have some, <laughs> um, maybe uh, like a little bit, a little bit of experience with. Yeah. Yeah. So one of, it was interesting that this is one of my earlier couples that I worked with for a wedding. And um, the funny thing is she was one of my clients in DC back in the corporate world. And so she reached out to me and she said, I know you're planning weddings now. I would love for you to work with me and plan my wedding. I don't know if you remember me. And I was like, I worked with you for three years. Of course I remember you. (laughs) Yes. You can definitely plan your wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, So it was awesome because it was Coachella inspired. They wanted a Michelin um, starred dinner out in the field. Like it was supposed to be based off of um, Outstanding in the Field. Mm-hmm. which is normally out in the West Coast, but they also travel. Anyways, um, so Coachella, big band. So they wanted a band on Friday night, the ba- a band on Saturday night. We wanted food trucks on Saturday night. Um, it was a whole big, you know, wedding festival. And it was awesome. And I loved their big picture thinking. Mm-hmm. But we were planning it in northern Pennsylvania. So mm. one of the things that I think is challenging in the industry is that couples have access to Pinterest and Instagram, which is awesome for inspiration. But you mm-hmm. have to think about how that is going to apply to the venue where you're going to be or the weather where you're going to be. Um, yeah. You know, we're here in upstate New York, northern Pennsylvania, and it will rain. I mean, yesterday, I think in May, it can snow or hail. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it, people get these beautiful images from the West Coast or from the Caribbean. And I think it's awesome, but you have to be realistic and have a backup plan. Yeah. Absolutely. When... We, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we had a backup plan, you know, basically, so basically what it was is it was going to be in this ginormous field in behind their house. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was great. They had access to it, but it was up a hill and our backup plan was if we couldn't, if it was raining, um, if we, if we couldn't access the field, we were going to have things on the driveway that was pretty long and it, you know, kind of, um, was a semicircle, uh, behind Mm -hmm. their house, but, uh, it rained, seven inches the oh week, my God. You know, two days before Loden began. So <laughs> not just, it wasn't necessarily that it was the day of the wedding. Cause actually the day of the wedding, it was fine. It was mm-hmm. 90 degrees, but the field oh. was just a swamp. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And for, yeah, it was crazy and it wasn't draining. So, you know, we wanted to wait as long as possible before we were trying to get the trucks up into the field because it wasn't just a normal band that we were, you know, building a stage for it was a three foot stage with lighting and trusses and just like like a rock concert. And oh then gosh. our yeah, and then we had a restroom trailer. We had a trailer for the bands because they had a, needed a green room space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had food trucks, and those food trucks weigh a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they don't want to drive up into a field and then potentially get stuck. Right. So it was really chaotic and uh, well, so our backup plan was to go on the driveway and and that was going to be that but they didn't want to um give up on their dream which i completely respect and i did the best that i could to help them mm-hmm. you know achieve that dream so luckily or maybe not luckily they had access <laughs> to they had a friend who owned a construction company and they brought in these things called swap mats which are basically giant mats that they um, the construction vehicles can drive on so that oh. they don't get stuck. It's kind of ridiculous because they had um, I'd never heard of them, <laughs> but they had yeah um, basically you know it was it was like a tractor, a giant 
crane tractor that would have mm -hmm. to move each mat. So those things cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, it was a really, what was awesome because it was a very small community. So these people wanted to just pitch in and help this couple. So that was really nice. But I don't think most couples are going to have access to this kind of thing. Um, and we can talk about the better way to, to deal with this. But <laughs> yeah, basically not, they not built everyone a road. has construction equipment yeah, at their, exactly. at their beck yes. and call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. Um, on a weekend before July 4th. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. On a holiday weekend. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Wow. Um, wow. In a very rural community. But anyways, um, so mm. they basically built us a road <laughs> to go up into the, into the hill, which was helpful. So that was able to get, um, I think our restroom trailer was able to use that. So basically that stayed there the whole weekend. Our restroom trailer was able to get up there. Um, one of our ice cream, our ice cream food truck was able to get up there. Mm -hmm. um, but our basically our band our av guys poor guys had to basically hand carry everything up this giant hill they were able to build a plywood road for a part of it to kind of um push up some of their their gear but mm -hmm. still it wasn't you know it was bad and it was also 90 degrees outside so these mm -hmm. everyone was just soaked in sweat yeah um but they you know wow. they they really we tried so hard and i think the couple was just overjoyed with the fact oh i didn't even mention that the restroom trailer actually got also got stuck oh so god it was going up into the into the hill and then he shouldn't have gone up basically and we had asked him yeah. not to but anyways well, well we won't get into that but he's like i'm gonna okay. I'm gonna, i'm gonna be here i'm gonna try so anyways mm -hmm. he didn't get quite up where he needed to go it got stuck it was midnight we just said let's just come back to this tomorrow Mm -hmm. The next day we had a, um, a tow truck come in and basically tow the restroom trailer across the field to where it needed to be. But, wow. um, it was, it was kind of a crazy, crazy weekend. And the funny thing is, is that this was my couple that I had the, the client, the bride, I worked with her in special events and it was, we looked at it the whole weekend more as a special event because that's mm -hmm. really what it was yeah. with a ceremony thrown in for fun. But really, okay. it was mostly mostly like a special event. So it was really good that I had that kind of event production background um, to mm -hmm. troubleshoot all the issues. But I think, you know, the takeaway would be stick to your backup plan. That will probably save you some money because that was, you know, that was, you know, we had to pay for the tow truck. We had to pay for those swap mats, whatever. Um, but the couple was was, you know, that's what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um so i was happy to persevere and help them get to what they wanted also if you have issues with this kind of if you're worried about weather issues and you have large trucks even you know um catering trucks or whatever that need to or even a truck that has rentals that need to get across a field just have the phone number of a good tow truck service mm -hmm. handy because i think if you know we had one tow truck and it was a really heavy duty tow truck and it used they had a skid steer that was also pulling the tow truck. It was kind of crazy. Um, but there's an even heavier duty tow truck that wasn't able to get there. But I mean, have having had that as a, you know, as a resource, I think yeah. for couples, just, just, just to know, you know, who the different people are that you could call so that you're not having to worry about that stuff. It would have um, saved us some time, but then, you know, the, the field still got a little bit torn up. And so we, sure. were, it's just lots of things to, to worry about, but um Oh my God. You know, it yeah. was. So, I mean, having in, in a situation like that where there are just so many variables that are coming at you, you have to have backups for your backups at that yeah. point. 
Yeah. And we did, we had, you know, backups for our backups. And then you, you still, even you, cause I had plan A, B and C way mm-hmm. before we got, you know, before that day, but even plan C, it, we were not expecting not to be able to be on the ground at all. Right. We, were, we were more planning for rain <laughs> yeah. on the day, which yeah. would have been fine. Um, but the load in obviously got a little bit messed up and things got a little bit um, pushed back. And we just had to, because we had a, a big plan for where things were going to be, but because they couldn't be there for whatever reason, we still had to punt, which ends up happening a lot anyways in events and weddings. You know, you can plan for everything. And the one thing that you don't plan for, because you think it's going to be fine, is what's going to get messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But everything else is okay. So, and, you know, at least you plan for everything else. And if that's the only thing you have to worry about, then it's great. But mm-hmm. yeah, backups, for your backups. backups. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like you said, plan A, B, C. I mean, you really need to plan through MNOP at that point. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's also just being um, able to be flexible with what's going to happen. You know, you, you can't spend a lot of time stressing about something not happening because it's not going to be perfect the way you want it to be, but Mm -hmm. being okay with a slight change, your guests aren't going to know that you had planned something different. Um, It's only you that's probably going to know, and you might Mm -hmm. not even remember it. Um, You know, you're just going to be caught up in the moment anyways. But I mean, the couple was great. They were just like, we, you know, we can't believe that it still came off with that as much as much of a hitch as it did and it was still awesome and you know they got the rock concert you know wedding festival that they wanted Mm -hmm. um it was just a little bit trickier to get into but you know on the day (laughs) of it was fine everything was set on Mm -hmm. the day of it was and everything was just drying out by then yeah that's so cool i mean Mm -hmm. and and that's a really great point is that you know you have the plans and then you have your backup plans and you you build in the flexibility because like you said, something, the one thing you don't plan for, or you just assume will go right is the thing that's going to go a little bit wonky, but they won't remember that, you know, they Mm -hmm. won't, or if they do, they'll remember it with a laugh and it's exactly remember that crazy thing that happened. Oh my gosh, that was so wacky. And And everything else is perfect. The, the groom, because a lot of them are in the military and I think on their wedding day, it was, you know, it was like 11 o'clock and we were cleaning up. Um, and he said, this was so much fun. Do you think we could do it again next year without the wedding? <laughs> but the rock concert was just awesome. And I think my buddies would help chip in and we could do it again and make it, a, you know, like a semi-annual thing. And I go, mm-hmm. sure. We, now we know what to do if the field is flooded. So, yeah. <laughs> or we should just go to a different field. That yeah. would be better. <laughs> Let's go someplace else and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because once you've already had your worst case scenario, I mean, you know, where do you go from there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can only go up or at least you know (laughs) what to do if Mm -hmm. you're flooded. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more amazed. So seven inches of rain two days before the wedding and then 90 degrees. I mean, how was it? Yeah. Was it was it a full formal or was it a little bit more casual? It was definitely more casual. It was they're in their 40s. It was the second wedding for both of them. Mm -hmm. So but I think, you know, it was a combination of um, a second wedding, 40th birthday, um, because they were in the service. It was like a 10 year reunion for Mm. um, some of them. So it was really and that's just what I love is because they were just they wanted, you know, they had their kids with them. They wanted it to be because it was a 
uh, a combined family. Yeah. Um, so they just really wanted it to be a super special event because they had been to Coachella in the mm-hmm. West Coast. They wanted to basically bring it here for their friends and family to be able to enjoy and experience this amazing time that they had. But we just had yeah. more <laughs> obstacles than, you know, because of the weather. <laughs> Um, yeah. And it was hot. And actually, even it was really cool because they had their ceremony on the dock and it was sunset and it was awesome. But because it was so hot. So we had planned and it was supposed to be a surprise that the bride and groom were going to jump into the lake after <gasps> their vows. Fun. So that was really cool. But um, yeah. A bunch of people ended up jumping in the lake too because they, <laughs> it kind of made it like a snowball effect, which uh-huh. was also kind of just like this whole wedding festival feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, also probably because it was 90 degrees outside. I don't know yeah. if people would have jumped in, but they're probably just like, whatever, I'm sweating through my tux or it was a suit. So mm-hmm. it's fine. And then yeah. because it was a wedding festival, we had t-shirts kind of like merch for the wedding festival that so, is so cool <laughs> we gave out the t-shirts and they said did you know we were gonna jump in the lake we're like no but they're like but you had these t-shirts well we said it's a wedding festival you have merchandise mm. but yeah, yeah so you know i we even saw a suit in the trash and i think that was just <laughs> it was <laughs> just done and i yeah. mean that's just like what it that's just what it was and people had an amazing time because it was a really great crowd everyone was there for the couple and they just had an amazing time and um i think the band friday night was supposed to be a fleetwood mac tribute band and the band saturday night was a rolling stones tribute band so the guy oh, actually nice. like awesome. played the part of mick jagger really really well i mean his face was kind of gone his hair he even mm-hmm. would walk onto the stage so it was just wow. it was a crazy weekend but it was it was a lot of fun too for sure yeah that's awesome so now were those bands um were they wedding bands in general or they just kind of regular bands that you kind of tapped in for the wedding were not general wedding bands they were more Mm -hmm. um like they would go play at a venue and they're a tribute band to that Mm -hmm. um because you know and i told them do you want to do the wedding band route or do you want to do you know this other route and they said no we really want to be like a rock concert festival Mm -hmm. um and the funny thing is when they came to me and they said, you know, we want to do this wedding. I think we can get away with $20,000 for the whole for the whole weekend. And I said, are you really sure? Hmm. Because, <laughs> because what you're telling me. And they're like, no, like everything is really cheap in Pennsylvania. And I go, okay. But they have also more of metropolitan tastes. So what they mm-hmm. wanted in Pennsylvania wasn't necessarily there. We had to bring in a lot of the stuff um, from mm-hmm. further away. So the, the band, I think one was from New Jersey. The other one, sometimes they're in Texas. I couldn't actually figure out where they were from because they, you know, they just travel <laughs> across the country. But yeah, but yeah, you know, it's like the bands themselves were twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars together. So I was like, I was like, this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to pay? And they said, yes. Wow. This is, wow. This, so I'm like, well, that's great. And that's, and that's <laughs> another thing with couples is I think they get so much inspiration and it's awesome, but they might not necessarily logistically know how much things cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but, and that's, and that's my job to give them like, this is your option. We can do the more economical option. We can do a mid-level. We could do what you're dreaming of because everything is possible with a dream. It's just mm-hmm. takes some money sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, so I, you know, I have a, a friend who's a local wedding planner and says, uh, she says, sometimes I'm the dream maker, sometimes I'm the dream breaker. Mm-hmm. Because when they, when they say that, again, the Pinterest, you know, oh, I saw this, this is really right. gorgeous. My budget's $500. Well, right. Not Add a couple zeros to that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I know. 
and I and um, I tell them, you know, I'm happy. I don't want to be your yes man because I mm -hmm. want to be realistic with you. Mm -hmm. We can talk to vendors that can help you recreate that a little bit or have something that's inspired by that. Let's talk about why you like this detail and figure yeah. out a way that um, you can try to achieve it or at least get closer mm -hmm. to it. Or if it's not possible, just sorry, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, well and that has to be my job. <laughs> Um, because yeah, I don't want yeah. them, you know, changing something that is not possible. Right, right, and that's and then again, that's that voice of experience talking. You've been there, you know what things cost in the wedding world, so you can say like, "Oh well, um, it's not not going to work." Sorry. <laughs> right. Or or you can have to come up with a creative way to to get around it. Mm -hmm. But so how right. how was it different working with these bands and working with a typical wedding band? What are some of the oh yeah? What are some of the kind of differences between you know Rolling Stones right. tribute band? Mick right. Jagger guy and you know <laughs> your your buble wedding singer right. exactly well um so the nice thing about these bands is because they have you know they're I think they're more experienced with having a technical writer so you know we had you know both bands get, came to me and they said this is these are all of our needs so we mm. have a stage plot we have their catering needs we have how many people are going to be there this is this is what our set list is going to be this is what our mm -hmm. schedule is going to be it's very very um um, detailed. And I like that yeah. because then like, yeah. I tell my couple, like, this, these are the additional things that we're going to need, et cetera. Um, but, um, also, you know, dealing, dealing with them, usually you're dealing with someone like a, a representative or an agent. So I'm not actually even dealing with the band directly with wedding mm -hmm. bands. Mostly it's, there's a lead guy that yeah. I'm talking to. Um, but it's, you know, <clears throat> I'm able to talk to the technical person, um, with these bands, um, and it's much more efficient. And then mm -hmm. they will talk to my AV guys who are even more technical about all of their rider, their rider needs. So, you know, they, they have a specific way of how they want their stage to be set up, where their microphones are going to be set up, um, where they're the bit, you know, the, the amplification, the stereo, you know, all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, so they, they'll, they'll tech, talk technically, but then also, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure, that even though these bands were so nice and they knew it was for a wedding, they said they were going to be more, I think, chill on as far as like what their requirements were. I asked, you know, are you okay with um, your green room being the house? Because there's not really anywhere, you know, it's not like we're at uh, a concert venue and we have multiple dressing rooms. And they said, yeah, that's right. fine. And then um, and I got thinking about it some more and I said to my couple I said I don't really know if you want that because then they're going to be with your guests I was just like I think they need a separate space so yeah. that's why we got the green room restroom the sorry the green room trailer so it was mm -hmm. basically you know like an RV camper mm -hmm. which was actually great because it was 90 degrees outside yeah. otherwise they were going to be in a tent which would have been mm -hmm. kind of okay but I mean this way they had um their green room they had air conditioning which was awesome they had <laughs> mm -hmm. their own restrooms you know they don't have to share the restroom trailer with the guests because if there's a line they have to get back on stage you know you don't you right. want them to have their own separate space plus they're you know they're artists they're kind of finicky um mm -hmm. even more so I, <laughs> as, know, as a musician I, rem I resemble that remark <laughs> i know well i love you know i think they're actually i have a funny story about that um they are, you know, they have their needs and I completely respect that. So I want them to feel as comfortable as possible and as normal as possible so that their performance isn't compromised. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had one of my assistants that was kind of on them, you know, is, what are your needs, et cetera. And then um, on Friday, on Saturday night, because we had food trucks for our 
our, our meal because they wanted to be a food truck festival mm-hmm. as opposed to like a normal catered meal. I asked them, you know, are, is, I asked the representative, are, are they okay? This is, this is the food truck that's going to be available, you know, whatever. And then he said that was fine. But even on the day they had not given me, they had given me their, um, their, you know, vegetarian or um, specific dietary needs. And I said, is this going to be okay? Because this is what's available. The guy cleared it, but, he, but they said, nope, that's not okay. We want something else. And so oh. they basically just had to wait for the other food truck to be available, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's normally I don't have someone that's specifically on the band because they're, you know, like a, a, as a wedding band, they're, I think they're kind of more used to being on their own. They, they take their cues from me. They know where they're, um, well, the, well, the, where they'll get their meal. But mm-hmm. with, I think an artist like this, who's more used to a different, experience i I didn't want it to be come and plus the the couple said you know we also want it to be about the band so we want them to feel like they're getting the the treatment that they want so we were i was Mm -hmm. really glad that we had you know a separate green room that was actually more than just a tent or another room for them yeah Yeah, that's that's i mean that's a really interesting the difference of the consideration of all that is so unique that's uh that's so funny the finickiness of the of the band yeah. well, with and the it's food funny truck. because we had another artist and he was supposed to be kind of like the opening act and he was more of a local artist mm-hmm. he didn't even have a contract and oh because he was more local and yeah, so yeah my my you know my couple helped put, put together his contract for him and he had put in there that he wanted ginger ale and beer and i said no to beer we're not providing you alcohol mm-hmm. and so i crossed that out and he said ginger ale and that's fine and so he was about to go on stage and my my um he goes to my assistant he goes where's my ginger ale and she goes oh well we don't we have some soda. We didn't have, you know, he, I didn't realize he specifically needed ginger ale. So we had someone go out and buy ginger ale because oh. he goes, well, it's in my contract. And I'm like, dude, you only, we just made your contract. <laughs> you didn't even you. have one. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you know, it's fine. We got his ginger ale. And oh my God. like gosh. six bottles of ginger ale. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, I don't, I don't know. It's just, you know, it was fine. Our bus driver got some more ginger ale for him. We were like, this is it. You're done. You're you're an opening act. You're not like the name act, and you're playing for an hour. How much ginger ale do you need? And you but didn't anyways, even have a contract. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. You didn't have a contract. Oh. But it's fine. Like you know, we I want to make sure people feel taken care of. Right. We do the best we can. But we also have it's 90 degrees outside, and people just need water right now. So yeah, yeah. you need to focus on all the masses and not ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah. Ginger ale. Guy. Oh, ginger ale guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. So now all the food trucks that they had, were those all local or did those come in from a ways away too? They were, well, they were semi-local. They were mostly in the area, but they still had to travel, I think an hour, an hour and a half away because again, it was a more rural area. So they were Mm -hmm. still local, but um, again, there weren't, there were just not that many food trucks in the area. So we had to Mm -hmm. search for farther to get them to come there. Um, And, and they were, all of them were great. Um, people you know the 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 staff at the food trucks and they were super flexible and one guy he did try to get his food truck up the hill and he's like okay i just got stuck so he you know he backed down and the other one didn't want to try and i i completely respect that because you know it's mm-hmm. you then you're stuck and who knows when you're going to get out of there mm-hmm. um, right. <laughs> but but they were super so we had different options so one was an ice cream food truck so he came a little bit later and then one was um barbecue and ribs 
and then the other oh, food yum. truck and that was so good and then the other one was um really gourmet fried chicken like they're um basically a food festival food truck winner in new york state so nice they were, and it was so nice that they were, they were close by um but the thing about food trucks, because I know it looks really awesome, is that it's not a caterer. So mm -hmm. they're not going to have staff that are going to put out the silverware or necessarily right. to bust and clean up. So you have to have a separate staff to do that. Um, even pricing it out, because you can't predict how your guests are going to react. You know, they can't. It's not a really good at guest experience if your guests come back for seconds or thirds and the food truck says, sorry, we're out. Or sorry, yeah. we're only up to a certain amount. Yeah. Um, but you also, it's hard for you to predict how much your guests are going to want to eat. Um, mm -hmm. So, so it's just figuring out, you know, the pricing. Um, I think some couples think, oh yeah, it's so it's fine. Like it's $9 and that's what I'll pay for, you know, like when I go to the normal food truck, but it's, but you're not paying for them to come there. And, you know, there's all these other things mm -hmm. that is going to increase the cost of having the food truck there. Plus you're going to have to do all the cleanup and the disposables and other things that just don't come with you know that you normally come with a caterer mm -hmm. um, like for example like the bar we had to have someone specific to just manage the bar because again you don't have a caterer that's staffing that aspect um yeah. true. so it's just different moving parts which is all it's all possible it's just i think a lot of times you you see really gorgeous outdoor events or even events in like a backyard and it feels very casual but you're not entertaining normally 150 people at your home it's right. 10 15 20 so mm -hmm. the volume of even just your trash like mm -hmm. because it's a multiple day <laughs> event that's true knowing where you're going to put your trash um because you don't want it in the backyard or like where you normally put your trash because that's where your guests are so we had right. to have someone drop off a trash bin you know coming to get it etc it's just different you know the infrastructure i think that comes with putting on something like this um is not necessarily for the light of heart yeah mm -hmm, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> definitely well it just it it adds so many wrinkles to the the normal plan because you're you are you're taking and you're a la carting everything versus when you go to a, a traditional venue then you all, it's all included you know they have it in their system boom 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 and when you do something like this you separate right. everything out and then you have to keep track of everything yourself right Right. Power and generators. And yeah. 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 Because you can't just plug into the extension the cord in the back of the house. Right. <laughs> like how many power cords are we going to need? We have a giant stage and we have ice. Oh, that's ice is always the hardest thing to <laughs> yeah. find. I mean, I'm working with yeah. a couple right now and it's just I think I feel like ice vendors. I should just go into ice. But ice vendors <laughs> are really hard to find. And they seem to be really, really small um mom and pop stores which is great but they're not online so yeah. finding out i know i know one really awesome one here that's more of um premium ice so they make like the fancy rocks glass ices that mm. are ice cubes that are like in um those cubes that are clear or whatever but yeah. if you want just normal ice you need to find someone that makes all the ice someone to transfer all that ice someone somewhere to you know a, a fridge or a cooler to keep all the ice cold for three days basically is what we had to right. do yeah um wow. and then you need a generator to keep that freezer cold oh, and then you need yeah. gas to keep keeping it cold because we had it friday and saturday mm -hmm. so you know we had to have multiple gas runs to get gas to put in the different 
generators. Wow. So <laughs> there's uh, there's just so much so logistics. The, yeah. So I think we had generators for the restroom trailer, the ice machine. Obviously, the stage has its own. Um, most of the food trucks, they came with their own. Um, but then, you know, mm. generators can generate noise. So thinking yeah. of um, the ambiance, where you're going to put them so that it's not necessarily. Oh, and the restroom, The sorry, the green room trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, that had one too. So you just need to figure out where things are going to go. Are is it going to make too much noise? Are the guests going to? It's going to ruin the guest experience, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, because you don't want this motor, you know, blaring away right next to the stage or, right. or anything like that. So, right. did you did you place them? Did you use soundproofing or did you just use location to to diminish it's the noise? Mostly location. So it'd be you know it was for the stage. It was backstage into the side. So it was kind of like an area where guests weren't trafficking. Um, the green room trailer was beh- it was behind it, so it was further away from where the the food area and like the the band area was. The restroom trailer was again further out, so it was basically like everything was surrounding where the guests were going to be, and then mm-hmm. um, all the generators were on the outside. Um, and you know when the band is playing, you don't really hear it because it's just so loud. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that's a easy yeah. easy fix there. Right. <laughs> have loud, just have loud music. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's basically what's happening at these concerts anyways. You just don't hear it. Yeah. But. Um, oh, wow. But yeah. But then, you you know, you still have to make sure that the cords are, you know, neatly tied off or not in the way where guests are walking. You know, So just figuring out mm-hmm. what area is going to be the backstage um, in, in, in air quotes, because you, you don't want your guests to see that or. Um, trafficking through it obviously but it's not like again it's not like you have a concert venue where you can just have ginormous drapes to hide everything it's a yeah. stage in a field so you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. open air you know exactly yeah in a backyard so <laughs> <laughs> yes Lest so we forget. you're still walking you know through like you know you're through your lawn to get to the back but mm-hmm. anyways Oh my goodness. You just have to work with the terrain. And again, this, this was like also, there was like a hill too. So figuring out ideally where things should go, but then also where things can go, you know, just being, and I think it's super important, you know, when we were making our plans, I was making sure I was making the plan, getting it approved by the couple, but then also making sure that all the vendors are approving it if they were able to do a site visit like our food truck guys our Mm -hmm. rentals guys you know the guy that was building our stage you know making sure that i'm not because i'm not an expert in building a stage they are they know what what it needs to be you know there are trees in the area there are power lines in the area you know he has these giant trusses and they have to be super super flat because if there's a wind and there's any kind of incline these you know light trusses are going to fall so Mm -hmm. you just Things that, you know, I don't have the, um, the spe- you know, the special knowledge to to make sure that I'm double checking everything. You know, I, I have to make sure that all the vendors also feel comfortable with the plan that I've put together and that all is cohesive with everyone else's plans, too. Yeah. I mean, that and that's just why it's so important to have, you know, uh, a planner and designer who is who is in charge of everything instead of trying to do something like this. I mean, something like this, they could have never done themselves. It would have never just, it would have never come off as well as it did. Uh, It would have been a lot more stressful, for sure. It would have been a lot more (laughs) stressful. Yeah, they they may have gotten to the time for the wedding. They're like, you know what, pass. We're we're just not going to do it. (laughs) 
So, you know, thank goodness they had you to, uh, to, to pull everything together and to, to really, especially with all of the, everything that happened with the rain and the temperature. Right. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were just, they were just happy that I was the one dealing with it, you know, at like <laughs> 1130 at night and they were able to put together their favors or whatever. I think she was doing thank you notes for their family. Mm -hmm. um, and she said that she was like, you know, Desiree was able to troubleshoot it and figure it out. And I could just focus on what I wanted to focus on. And that's really a lot of is what I do is I want you to be able to live your life. Don't make your wedding be in your entire life, you know, make your wedding fit into your life. But it's not like you're having to change everything because just because you're getting married, you have yeah. other things to do. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's a great, that's a great testimonial that she was able to focus on what she wanted to because right. you were dealing with the rest of it. <laughs> it was. She wrote a really great testimonial. Um, everywhere. She was like, I will tell everyone wherever you want me to put it, write it, keep this forever. You know, she has like a really great email. She's like, just if anyone wants a reference, you send this email and then they can contact me. But so she was great. Awesome. I mean, she wrote, I think she even wrote one on the knots while she was getting her hair done before the wedding even took place. Oh my place. gosh. That's awesome. That's really awesome. That's so cool. She was really sweet. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We, those are the, those are the best, you know, the the best couples is, are the ones who are just, you know, who who, who you work well with, who you have a, a match of personality and a, mm -hmm. and all of that, and then afterwards they're so happy that they just want to be your cheerleaders. Those mm -hmm. are the best. Love no, it. it and it's great. It, I feel just so you just feel so lucky that people actually find you and that you find the mm -hmm. right people to work with. It's just very rewarding. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I know that you've got something coming up in a little bit. So I want to say thank you so much for coming in and I mean, sharing these stories and these tips. Oh my gosh, there's so much yeah. here to process. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for having me. I just love talking about it. I think, it's, you know, <laughs> if anyone can learn from all the sweat and <laughs> stress that I have gone through, I, I would just be happy that it's yeah. going to help other people to just have other things that they can be thinking about when they're planning whatever awesome day that they're planning yeah yeah cool well we'll definitely have you back again mm -hmm. for those other topics that you suggested because just fantastic yeah that would be great i would love it yeah thank you so much we'll yeah, definitely we'll definitely be in touch and we'll do this again mm -hmm. awesome thank you both i love your podcast so i love listening in oh, so thanks. i'm happy to come back and that's this week's episode thank you again for listening we are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash youridocrew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I wanna get, I wanna get, I wanna get married. Hey! 
music credits are as follows. Song title, I Wanna Get Married, by artist D Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international. Oh,